Hey there, Miranda Wilson here with Lesson Ideas, the science journal for kids podcast, where we discuss new scientific articles that we've adapted and how you can use them in your classroom. Welcome to the fifth episode of Lesson Ideas. Everyone loves whales. They're the big gentle giants of the sea, but they're also in danger. The article, Why Are Whales in Trouble Again?, by Dr. Erin Meyer Gutbrod and her colleagues would be an interesting and educational addition to any classroom lesson. First, a quick summary of the article. Imagine you are standing on a boat. You look out, searching in all directions for a glimpse of a whale, but you can't find any. Your excitement fades. Where are all the whales? Many years ago, an ocean without whales was a real concern because we hunted them too much. Then we banned whaling and their populations grew. Yet some whale species are declining again. Why? To find out, Erin and her colleagues analyzed data from the feeding grounds of the North Atlantic right whale. They found that warmer ocean temperatures made food harder to find. Without enough food, fewer whales were born. Also, whales started swimming north to find more food. This puts them in danger from getting hit by ships and tangled in fishing nets. So now they face a new threat from humans, climate change. Let's take a minute to hear from Erin about how we can help North Atlantic right whales. There are several important ways that governments can help protect right whales. Right whales can get injured or killed by being struck by boats, or being tangled up in fishing gear. So local governments and federal governments can help right whales by enforcing vessel speed limits, and that's going to reduce ship strikes. Um, and they can also change the location of shipping lanes so that shipping lanes route around the areas that right whales spend most of their time in. Fishing gear entanglement is also something that people can reduce by reducing the amount of fishing gear in the water. So that could be limiting the amount of gear or limiting the seasonality of the gear so that fishing doesn't really happen at the same times and at the same places that the right whales prefer to occupy. You can hear more about Erin's research in two short Ask a Scientist interviews. In the segments, Erin discusses the benefits of ropeless fishing gear and other options for food for right whales as they spend more time in northern waters. The interviews have lots of great photos and images of whales your students will enjoy. Remember, our Ask a Scientist videos are only about three minutes long, so they won't take up too much of your class time. Back to our article about North Atlantic right whales. There are critically endangered species, and it's estimated that there are less than 350 individuals left. North Atlantic right whales are baleen whales that filter copepods, small marine crustaceans, out of the water to eat. Adults can grow to 52 feet, or 15 meters, and they can live for up to 70 years. By the early 1890s, North Atlantic right whale populations had been decimated because of commercial whaling pressure, and they still haven't recovered. For more information about North Atlantic right whales and the measures being taken to protect them, we recommend a visit to the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration's, or NOAA's, website. 
In the Science tab on the website, you can even find a display for real-time sightings of whales. Find the link in the show notes. Whales are important to the environment for a lot of reasons. One that might appeal to your students is the role of whale poop in nutrient cycling. A lot of whales feed at depth, and when they return to the surface, they defecate. These poop plumes are nutrient-rich and can trigger phytoplankton blooms, which take up large amounts of carbon dioxide through photosynthesis. Check out a 2017 report from the Whale and Dolphin Conservation Organization in the show notes for more reasons whales are important to ocean ecosystems. In 2019, a research paper came out showing that whales might be protected from high cancer rates. Normally, larger body size means a higher risk of cancer, but that doesn't seem to be true for whales. Turns out, their genomes have sections that have been duplicated and are associated with tumor suppression. Check out the show notes for links to a write-up about the research article in Medical News Today and a great Kurzgesagt video geared towards students on YouTube. For our lesson idea today, we wanted to highlight a curriculum designed by NOAA. The link is in the show notes. It's a problem-based curriculum, or PBL, designed for middle school classrooms. It consists of nine different activities that challenge students to focus on solving problems related to marine mammal endangerment. This specific curriculum uses information about southern resident killer whales along the Pacific coast of the United States, but could easily be adapted or connected to any at-risk marine mammal population. You can download the PDF that includes descriptions and background for all the activities. The curriculum is a little long, but don't be deterred because it's full of activities your students are sure to love. The complete curriculum does a great job providing NGSS standards and core competencies. It has embedded links to additional resources and information. It also includes any worksheets your students will need and things to watch out for while doing the activities. On the main website for the curriculum, you'll find descriptions of each activity along with slide decks and audio files to download separately. If you're looking for an activity that'll only take up a period or two, we'd recommend checking out the descriptions before diving in. For example, the second activity is called Click Call Whistle and lets students explore the impact of noise pollution on marine mammals. Or check out the third activity called Ripple Effect which explores the impacts of animal extinctions on the ecosystem through case studies, and then specifically for marine mammals. There are lots of options for activities that will interest your students, and all of the materials and background are provided, making your planning much easier. That brings us to our teaching tip for this week. Check out the references section at the end of each of our articles. The citation for the original research paper will always be there but we also provide two to three other resources that have additional information related to the article. For example, one of the resources for this article on North Atlantic right whales is the NOAA website mentioned earlier that has lots of information on right whales and management strategies for these critically endangered species. You can use these resources to gather background information to pass along to your students or you can send your students there on their own data gathering quest. That's all for today. 
If you liked what you heard, thought it was helpful, and learned some cool stuff, please share with your friends and colleagues. If you have questions or comments, please share them in the feedback form on our website. You can also sign up for our free monthly newsletter to learn about our latest content. And as always, please visit our website, sciencejournalforkids.org, for more free science teaching resources.